hit the button. This week on MXPB, we take a look at the latest Nintendo Direct. Plus, controversy is afoot in the Fortnite community. Don't go away, MXPB starts now. Hello and welcome to the Morning XP Boost. We're your hosts, Tox and Glitch, and we're here to give you the experience points you need to get through your week. Glitch, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm going to throw you off this week by not trying to throw you off. What do you think about that? I, um, what? <laughs> Success. <laughs> um, so this week we're going to talk about um, mostly the Nintendo Direct, but we have a brief news item as well as some related history. So should we get to it? Let's do it. All right, go ahead. All right. So for our news, Fortnite was met with some backlash over the current season's XP on Battle Pass progression. Uh, They severely reduced it. And uh, this is actually going to be the shortest season of this particular chapter. So we're in chapter two right now. uh, Season seven or eight. I think it's eight. (laughs) I think it's eight. Um, The chapter ends in November. So it's incredibly short. And essentially, if you were a, uh, you know, somebody who didn't play the game all that much, maybe you dipped in an hour a day or an hour and a half every other day. Uh, there was no way you were going to be able to complete the battle pass that you paid for. So what you were going to have to do is purchase levels to complete your battle pass. Uh, there was a massive backlash from the community as, uh, I mean, that's not cool. So, uh, today's update today, which is uh, Tuesday, September 28th, they released a patch, uh, which fixed XP progression and uh, they more than doubled it in some circumstances. So you're going to definitely notice uh, your your leveling now. I actually played the game the first day it came out. I played about, I want to say, two hours. And I leveled up one time. So that yeah. was... That's too slow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so and I'm you're really... not dilly-dallying either. You're, no, you're no. Playing, you're, you're, you're rocking it. I, I get in there and I get sweaty. And yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, we weren't, I wasn't able to progress uh, at all for two hours. So that's, uh, that's tough. So I'm glad that they have listened to the community. Uh, Thankfully, Epic Games, you know, I think they're, they're a pretty, pretty solid company. They do listen to the, the fans and the players, and they've made that adjustment in this update today. Good. Glad, glad they realized the errors of their ways and fixed it. (laughs) Yes. Next up. I think we've got some history, don't we there, Tox? Let's do some history. So uh, I'll cue it up. I know we both have, uh, I'm sure, a ton of stories about this. But in 1996, on September 29th, the Nintendo 64 came out, along with two of its launch titles, Pilot Wings 64 and Super Mario 64. Do you, um, do you have, yeah. real quick, do you have like a crowd cheering thing on your board? Because I feel like that... <sighs> That needs Yay. to. <laughs> Yay! No. Oh, I'm gonna. I'll make a note. Crouch, <laughs> clapping. I need more cheesy effects. Right? Yeah. yeah, that would have been a perfect one. Cause Nintendo 64. 
Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, Nintendo 64. So, like, you know, I... This was probably the most uh, the console I played the most as a kid. It was super popular. It was for me the exact right age to get totally engrossed in it. And I remember the hype for this. It was so hyped and didn't disappoint. But I remember reading about it in Nintendo Power um, in Toys R Us. There was like a demo station set up with the Nintendo sixty four and the controller and Super Mario sixty four. And, you know, it's set up like, I don't know, a month before the release. I remember my parents were kind enough to pre-order it with me or for me, really, because I don't really have any money. And I remember just waiting for this thing and going to Toys R Us and playing the demo and just being, you know, fascinated by using that joystick and running Mario in circles. Uh, and then, of course, playing the excellent Super Mario game itself. What was your experience with this glitch? I uh, I was like that kid on YouTube that was... Uh, have you ever seen him where he's like unboxing <laughs> yeah. the present, just losing his mind? Yeah. Uh, so I received my Nintendo 64 for Christmas in 1996, uh, the year that it came out, and I lost my marbles. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was nuts. Uh, I think it was from the gaming elf or something like that is what my parents had written on the... Uh, is what Miss Santa, <laughs> the gaming division, of the gaming North division, <laughs> yeah, um, of of Santa Claus's gaming division. So I opened it up, and then my mind was absolutely blown when I opened up a smaller package, and inside of it had uh, GoldenEye 007. I still awesome. remember the little rare logo in the corner, and uh, James Bond played by Pierce Brosnan at the time. Uh, Best kinda, James Bond, just going to say it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one will agree with me. Just kind of staring fine. staring at you on the cover of that. It was like a orange and yellow like box. I can see it. He's holding the, the shoot, PP7, PP7 pistol. Yeah. Yep. Silenced, <laughs> yeah. I believe. It you is. Know, doing that Charlie's Angel pose. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah that, uh, that was my experience. I think, I think I didn't stop playing that game for probably a month straight. <laughs> I... Don't blame you. Yeah. It's such an amazing platform. So many great games. Um, yeah. In 1996, that was 25 years ago, if Oof. you can imagine. But uh, we're still young at heart. Um, I think that leads us nicely into our feature presentation, which is all about the Nintendo Direct. I like the pace that we've got going. We're just gonna we save a lot of time to cover all the great things that happened in the Nintendo Direct. Yeah, um, that which was a lot, a lot of great it stuff. Was so much. Um, I wanted to maybe highlight one sort of through line that I noticed, and then we'll talk about all the, all the great stuff. But um, so Nintendo, you know, revealed some more details on it, some of its highly anticipated upcoming releases, which is uh, which is great, and a few surprises, which was also, I mean, I thought they were great. We'll talk about those. Um, but what stood out to me uh, among all of this was the proliferation of uh, remakes, re-releases, and of course the expanded Nintendo Switch Online service, which adds Nintendo 64 and Sega games to, uh, you know 
those SNES and NES emulator options. Um, and, you know, that together with the arcade archive remakes, like I said, all these re-releases, um, I feel like Nintendo is trying to position itself as the place to go to play classic games and to really archive um, those bits of, of gaming history. I am 6,000% on board with that too. You That's know, being, a lot of percent. <laughs> it, it really is. I am here for this. You know, Nintendo Switch is, it's portable. It's a great system. And if I can go back and play games that were not portable in the past, uh, yeah, why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I go ahead and spend, especially, you know, I think they're hitting the price points right too. Uh, mm. Especially with, uh, what is it? The Star Wars Commandos. Star Wars Republic Commando. Uh, I thought that that hit a great price point. They made some quality of life improvements on it. I think that was Aspire as well who brought that to the Nintendo Switch. And it's a very solid title. So I'm really looking forward to the continuation of bringing ports and older games to the Nintendo Switch. Like you said, it is becoming like a almost like a library for yeah. just checking out great games. I watched the first two episodes of foundation this weekend. So I'm thinking encyclopedia game lactica, something like that. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Uh, yeah, the, uh, okay. So yeah, details about the Nintendo switch online expanded service are a little bit short. They didn't announce pricing. They did announce that it would be a different tier. Um, so you could keep what you have, which allows you to play Nintendo games online as well as Nintendo switch games multiplayer online as well as the super nintendo and regular nintendo emulator games that they have um and then this expanded tier would add the n64 and sega games available supposedly in late october which is really soon i can't wait and they showed four person online multiplayer in the form of Star Fox 64 one of my favorite game all these games are going to be my favorite games <laughs> but they showed you know mario kart 64 mario tennis my first Mario Tennis game, so much fun. Super Mario 64, Ocarina of Time, Yoshi's Story. And then they announced a few really popular games that will be coming soon, like Majora's Mask, um, Banjo-Kazooie, and Paper Mario. And of course, Sega games. You saw Echoes swimming around, the dolphin. You see Sonic running around. It, and the controllers to boot. You know, they did those NES and SNES controllers um as part of nintendo switch online you could order those and they're kind of bluetooth wireless work with your switch and have that original form factor and um yeah they're bringing the three button sega controller to the u.s the six button one to japan i don't know why they get the better controller but whatever (laughs) and the classic gray nintendo 64 banana controller and wireless and And wireless wireless. that's so great I mean, it's amazing, right? If you had uh, these systems in their original form, uh, being able to play them in this form, it's just mind-blowing. Um, but yeah, really exciting stuff. Um, so along that same line, you know, we've got an archive of Nintendo 64 and Sega games coming to the Switch, and we had a number of remakes and re-releases announced as well. Um, things along the lines of Castlevania, ActRaiser, and then the Arcade Archive series, which uh, re-releases arcade games that previously were not really available on, on consoles, 
or at least not originally, um, in the form of Pac-Man and in the form of a shooter called Xevious. Do you have any experience with the, these titles, Glitch? Pac-Man. Yeah, you know, I played that on the, uh, on the Atari, actually. Oh, don't, yeah. da- don't, don't date me here. <laughs> um, but yeah, I played... The uh, retro Atari that you got last year for your birthday, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, played, uh, I played a lot of Pac-Man and uh, Asteroids as well. Uh, I think there's a couple additional titles that they've kind of thrown in there. Or is that with the uh, Xevious? Yeah, I, I was kind of confusing. I looked it up later, and it looks like they're separate eight dollar titles. Okay, Pac Man eight bucks, Xevious eight bucks. Well, I saw. I think maybe it's Pac Man then that has a couple additional titles thrown in with it, and a couple of those are ones that I played. So nice. I'm excited for that to come out. I'm guessing that's going to be a digital only, probably. Yeah, I don't think those got physical releases. I mean, if they're only selling it for eight bucks, it would probably not cover the cost of the packaging and shipping right. and stuff. Right. Yeah. But uh, it's it's nice to see those. I've played a few of the ar- arcade games that they've ported to the Switch via the uh, sort of online service. They have them on the NES ports of the arcade games, but they're really fun to just sort of check out, right? I, they may not they don't really hold my attention for like hours at a time in, in in this era when there's so much good stuff to play, but it's really cool to see um, where stuff came from. Whereas some of these classic franchises originated and some of those gameplay mechanics in their first early nascent stages, which of course uh, benefited from a lot of refinement, but it's cool to see where they started. Yeah. And, and real quick, just going back to Nintendo Switch Online, did you see Pokemon Snap is going to be in there as well? Yes. That, I played that so much. Yeah. That gives me hope for a game that, that I played a lot as well. So I played, obviously, I played 007. I played Star yeah. Fox a lot. I actually played yeah. Winback quite a bit as well. That was really fun. But that gives nice. me hope that maybe uh, Pokemon, what was it called? Arena? Oh, comes back pokemon stadium <laughs> pokemon stadium oh if that comes back you'll you might have to find a temporary co-host for a couple of weeks i might well, be have uh, to bring back uh they'll have to add the uh the game boy emulation that everyone was hoping for so that you oh, can yeah. virtually hook up your pokemon red or blue or yellow or whatever into into your virtual I don't know what you call that slot at the at the back I, of the N64. I remember that. And, yeah. and I mean, could you imagine uh, Pokemon Stadium with online play? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> They've done a few Pokemon battles. Like there's Pokemon Tekken uh, on the Switch. Yeah. Uh, it never really it caught my eye too much. But, but yeah, Pokemon iconic. Stadium. Yeah, Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Snap was exciting, right? Because Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Snap were the first time we saw 3D like rendered graphics for Pokemon, and that oh, was yeah. a really big deal. I'm I'm super excited for Banjo Kazooie because there are so many good rare Nintendo 64 games, 007, like we talked about. Um, one that I almost had in history for this week, but I guess it's for coming for next week, but. One of my all-time favorite games, Jet Force Gemini, oh, yeah. which is like a third-person adventure action, a third-person shooter slash adventure game, um, with the rare, classic rare, like you know, 
just finishing masterpiece element to it. Um, but you're in space. You got space weapons. You got a space dog. You're blowing up bugs. Pretty gory, actually, for you know, an N64 game. Believe it or not, I actually played that game as well. That's ah, yeah, so good. It was. And you remember your the the dog could like hover. Yes, <laughs> like the fly. dog could fly. Flying dogs, flying space dogs. Yeah, well, that came out next week, so maybe we'll talk about it more then. But um, it's a rare game. Banjo-Kazooie is a rare game. I hope we get all that great rare IP uh, at some point in the N64 library. The name supports. Dark. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Yeah. And uh, I think during the, the showcase, they named a couple ports as well, right? That'll be uh, coming out soon. Yeah, so on my notes, I've got Knights of the Old Republic, which we talked about in the PlayStation Showcase. Um, I'm guessing the Switch is getting a port and not not the full fidelity remake since it's coming out on November 11th, which is shortly. And then Dying Light Platinum Edition on October 19th. And then Dying Light 2 Stay Human Cloud Edition on February 4th. Glitched. You got to explain to me what the cloud edition is, because I didn't really understand that part. Well, first off, let's hope the Dying Lights 2 actually comes out on February 4th. This has been a title yeah. that's gotten pushed back. I'm, I mean, I think we've talked about it in a previous podcast. Yeah. Uh, Dying Light 2 has been pushed back quite a few times. But uh, I think this is actually kind of the, you know, uh, they've talked about extending the life cycle of the Nintendo Switch and kind of redefining what a life cycle for a console looks like. And I think this is how they could do it. So they brought mm. out uh, Control a while back for Nintendo Switch. That is a brand new title. It's on the newest systems, and it should not run on the Nintendo Switch. So they they did a cloud <laughs> edition for it. Uh, I tested it, and it ran beautifully. I got uh, an hour or two-hour test, and uh, it was solid. I do have a performance router, and I do have a, I think it's 500 gigabyte. Does that sound right? 500 gigabyte megabit. download. Megabit. Uh, 500 yeah. megabit download, 500 megabit upload is my, my speed rating. And if you have that, it ran absolutely seamlessly for me. So nice. I am really excited that if they can replicate this and continue to do what they did with Control with Dying Light 2... Uh, I mean, you will have to, of course, be hooked up to an internet connection to play these titles. Uh, mm. But these are these are titles that the only other way to play them is to own a current gen console and be on your TV anyway. So if you already own a Nintendo Switch and you want to play these titles without having to purchase, you know, the brand new Xbox or a PlayStation Five, this gives you a great way to be able to do that. Yeah, good luck even finding a PlayStation Five. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we we know the struggle there. So I I think it makes you know some sense for um, developers who own those IPs on the next gen consoles to pursue this as well because they could potentially get their games um, in front of more customers. And to kind of talk about the the Nintendo Online, the new price plans, they they kind of went right to ports after the uh, after they talked about the the pricing changes. I know that mm-hmm. they didn't really uh they didn't really hit too much on what those price plans are going to look like but I have a feeling in my gut that uh <laughs> this cloud 
service that that they're really i think going to start pushing towards especially if they're able to kind of mm. do what they did with control i think that might be something we see wrapped up into the the new pricing okay like how you need nintendo switch online to play splatoon or something multiplayer and now maybe you need the expanded online version to play these cloud games Cloud games, yeah that's that's kind of where i think we might see it headed okay yeah that i'm excited to see how this shakes out and i'm gonna check out control now that now that you brought it up and, and test it myself um yeah so lots of ports lots of remakes lots of good stuff um let's talk about the new stuff should we do oh, that yeah. oh yeah let's do yeah. it so one quick thing that i thought was kind of funny was uh there a few big announcements, or at least one that everyone was hoping for, which was the final DLC character for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. And, um, you know, they <laughs> chimed in to say, we're going to have, uh, you know, a separate direct presentation to reveal the final DLC character, which is kind of in line what they've done for the other DLC characters. But it sounded kind of weird to announce another presentation during their presentation. But on October 5th, we'll get all the details there and Sakurai will play through the the character and tell us how great it is. Um, and everyone the, will be disappointed because their pick didn't make the final, very last DLC fighter. Um, I'll so, say the setup yeah. for that was, was quite hilarious. You know, they yeah. teased, all right, you know, we have a new Smash character joining. He is the final Smash character. And then right. they like panned away and they had like a little trailer type thing. And then they were like, reveal October 5th. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they, the Nintendo style humor throughout the direct <laughs> is, uh, it's unique. It is unique. <laughs> so we'll get a Smash direct and then an Animal Crossing direct too, to <laughs> announce new content that's coming in November. Um, perhaps it's Thanksgiving related. I don't As, think they've added that yet. So my fiance is a huge fan of Animal Crossing. Um, nice. For that whole time that we were kind of at home for a little while for some reason um, for yeah. that year, uh, Animal Crossing became her job. Like I'm talking <laughs> every day, first thing in the morning, I got to water my flowers. Like this is my thing. Like. <laughs> You need to water those flowers. Got to water true. my flowers. I've got to build a bridge. I got to pay off my loan. Um, <laughs> pay off that Tom Nook loan. Got to yeah. pay off. <laughs> um, every single day she's in there. And and still to this day, every day she's like, well, I got to go in and check with my villagers. Make sure they're all doing okay. Like, well, I, that's, that's I'm really afraid. Sweet. I'm afraid to go back to my island because I went. I took a long break, like several months, and I went back. And I I talked to some of the villagers, and they're like, "Oh, looks like you haven't been here for like four months. Where you been, huh?" And I was just like, "Oh man, I feel so bad. I can't. I can't go back now. It's been too long." Yeah, but I I, I booted up. it up the other day just uh, after this announcement, and I think my character had to shake bugs out of his hair so that was oh, a little yeah. you have, disheartening you're all disheveled and stuff <laughs> but the big announcement that everybody is super excited for for acnh they did tease it a little bit brewster uh -huh. is coming to animal crossing nice tell the me more about brewster because i acnh is new horizons is my first animal crossing game so what what's the significance what does that mean brewster's, brewster's got a cafe i mean oh. it's 
it's Starbucks on Animal Crossing's Island or, you know, Dunkin' uh, Donuts, whatever your flavor of coffee is. But Starbucks or uh, <laughs> Animal Crossing is getting a Starbucks. Animal Crossing is getting a cafe. And nice. uh, Brewster is a well-loved character. And it's exciting to see Brewster showing up on the island. I can't wait to see what else uh, they're bringing with it. It does look like maybe fall will be coming to the island with this update. Um, yeah. And... I think that direct is going to be also in October, right? I don't think they announced a yeah. date, but it's in October no. later. Sometime in October. Look forward to another presentation <laughs> about something coming out sometime after October. <laughs> okay. Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> uh, so, okay. The One of the first... So, so many big things. I can't even get it out. No, uh, we got new titles. <laughs> New titles. Oh my gosh. Kirby and the Forgotten Land 3D platforming Kirby adventure. Holy cow. Whoa. It's about time I'm, also. <laughs> yeah, about time. I remember reading an interview with the with Hal Labs or the Kirby developers uh, in Nintendo Life recently and they were like, "Oh, what are your plans for Kirby going forward?" And they're like, "Oh, we've got big plans, but we can't say anything." And I was <laughs> like, "Uh, yeah, sure you do." But this this looks like a big plan. This looks like your Kirby. They showed Kirby floating around in what looked like sort of this, like almost, I guess, remnants of uh, abandoned structures from like some past civilization, like <laughs> something post human or post modern day or whatever. Um, and he's floating around doing the doing the Kirby thing, sucking up different powers. I saw I spotted some Link powers there. <laughs> you know, Kirby and Smash Brothers sucks up Link and gets the little green elf hat and a sword. Um, Kirby definitely had this in this demo, and they announced it for spring of 2022. The cuteness factor in this game too, like they they know who the audience is going to be for this game, and they are going after them because they yeah the cuteness level was you know. 200 <laughs> Two, yeah it turned up to 11 yeah uh yeah it's interesting to see you know what what kind of game how it plays because i think you know my friend was saying he was playing uh some kirby games with his kid um you know young kid and so it's one of those franchises or one of those games where you know could be your child's first gaming experience and bringing it to 3d platforming um i wonder what like difficulty level they're they're going to target or if it will scale or if it'll just be like uh you know super cute because I, I know with like odyssey super mario odyssey they have things you can turn on you can turn on like basically something to tell you where to go something that will make it so you can't die um to kind of enable i think those younger players and I'd say I think a lot of 3D platforming are turning into more of a like collectathon style games. Like, uh, I mean, the recent iteration of Mario, that's a hundred percent a collectathon. You know, you've got stuff to find in each one of the uh, locations that you go to in Odyssey. Spyro yeah. the Dragon collectathon, Crash Bandicoot, and uh, this this looks like to be kind of. Crash Bandicoot, I would say, is actually more of a 3D platformer because it is a defined route that you have. Um, mm. But but this looks to be following kind of in Mario, Spyro the Dragons, uh, even there was another title, Ukulele. That's another good title that kind of <laughs> follows in the in line with that. And it looks like uh, this is kind of going to just replicate the success of that with 
the ultimate of cuteness with the Kirby characters. Nice. Yeah, you you can't have a 3D platformer without collecting something. I mean, otherwise, why are you jumping on all those platforms? Come on. <laughs> right. Uh, so, okay, so much to get through. Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak DLC. Uh, they just teased this and then talked about it for a minute or so. They're promising new quests, new monsters, and new ranks, which I didn't quite understand because currently your multiplayer hunter rank is unlocked up to 999. I think I'm like 21. So <laughs> that's that's a long grind. Um, but I love Monster Hunter Rise. I played it for almost 70 hours, which is a lot for me. And I'm looking forward to opening up again and, and experiencing the new content. And then uh, we have... And then. And then. <laughs> The moment in a world <laughs> where Chris Pratt is Mario. <laughs> the moment you've all been waiting for. <laughs> yeah, a new so, Mario movie was announced, man. <laughs> I, I mean, I had heard about the Mario movie that's in the works uh, with Insomniac, uh, or, or sorry, with Imagination. Got my eye studios mixed up, um, <laughs> and so it's you know, I guess that means it's a 3D animated movie. But uh, I did not expect to hear anything about it in in the in this direct. I did not expect to see zero footage of it, but just get the cast members revealed and leave that to your imagination. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so you've got what Chris Pratt as Mario. Yeah. And, Anna Chris Taylor. Son. Chris on Anna Taylor Joy as Peach. Charlie Day, yeah. one of my. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie Day as Luigi, uh, Jack Black as Bowser, and yeah. Keegan Michael Key as Toad. That I am a hundred percent here for Keegan Michael Key as Toad. I think that's going to be hilarious. <laughs> and then they brought back. Uh, we're going to have Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong. Yeah, there's some like Donkey Kong characters too. So Seth Rogen is going to be Donkey Kong. Which <laughs> this is going to be wild. <laughs> it's going to be. I, I really want to see what it's like. It sounds like nothing I could have imagined. Um, and it sounds fun. I mean, a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, you're tainting Mario with all these like random stars and it's a cash grab or something. I don't know. But we'll see when it comes out. But remember Fred that- Armisen is, is one of my favorites. I think he'd make a good Cranky Kong. <laughs> I mean, remember that time they made that live action movie with John Leguizamo? It's one of my favorite movies. So <laughs> I need to rewatch I, it. Yeah. Maybe I'm not the maybe I'm not the best movie critic, but I love it, and I think I'll probably love this movie. If it's in theaters, I'm definitely going to see this one in theaters. It's that would be fun. I can't yeah. wait. Holiday 2022. So you can you yeah you can practice your your waiting. Um, <laughs> it's a while. Another game that they announced. I know you're really excited for this one. Oh yeah, I can't hold it in. Splatoon 3. So obviously they've announced Splatoon 3 before and even showed some trailers, teasers for it. But we got a good longer look at the gameplay. We got some uh, (laughs) from Squid Labs or whatever. We had, you know, again, Nintendo humor. Someone coming up uh, reporting on the quote unquote (laughs) research about this new Splatoon environment. And so we got some details about the actual gameplay. You know, Turf War, they sort of showed some gameplay about Turf War, which looks the same, except some new weapons. Um, 
I spotted like a bow and arrow, <laughs> some kind of like mech that like a large mech, um, and then like some kind of grappling hook. So some new main weapons, some new secondary weapons. It looks like um, a great music, great style. They showcased a uh, sort of like high rise apartment style, um, you know, arena for one of the stages for Turf War, and um, they described the campaign a little bit as return of the mammalians so i guess the quote was funny it was like in a world where all mammals except for two cats have disappeared you've got splatsville a city of chaos um the two cats are whenever you finish a match you've got the big cat and the little cat and and the big cat points to the winner and the the little cat cries um it's it's random, it's fun, um, it's got all the Splatoon vibes, it's got some new stuff. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm excited to to play this one. I know you're forcing me to uh to make the purchase so that we can oh, play yeah. it together. So I, I'm looking forward to playing this one with you as well. Uh and then a quick couple quick honorable mentions during the, the Nintendo Direct. Uh we have, you know, obviously it was a it was a pretty lengthy direct. What was it, about an hour long? long i think yeah it long. long and fantastic though um yeah bayonetta 3 they're uh they've got a release date for that it's going to release in 2022 they've added some new uh some new kind of like game mechanics it looks like you're actually going to be able to transform into different characters now i think this is i think this is a, a really hyped title i think a lot of people are waiting for it i'm kind of in the same camp i haven't really uh played the series before but you know we saw some of these characters in smash dlc so i think that helped build the hype and the gameplay looks really fun you know you basically you cast magic spells you um you 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 have this sort of action style combat, but then you kind of have a mode uh, where I guess you're like a witch and you kind of switch to this frozen time mode where you can kind of take your time more, take your time and cast spells and, and do those big combos and stuff. And it sounds like Bayonetta three carries that forward. Um, and they had kind of a funny trailer, like you said, with funny dancing. Um, it looks super fun. I, I can't wait to try it out. Maybe I'll pick up Bayonetta two, which is available on the switch. And, uh, get ready for it i was uh i was actually thinking the same thing and if you're listening and uh, you follow us on any of the social media accounts that we have facebook or twitter go ahead and in the comments just tell us what you like about bayonetta if you're a bayonetta player and uh why do you play it what's great yeah. about it tell us educate us about the world of bayonetta yeah um some mario golf updates uh Koopa Troopa and Ninji, along with some, as new players and some new courses. Triangle Strategy, which I guess had been out on beta, and they kind of updated it based on user feedback, which is cool. 2D strategy game from Square Enix on um, March 4th, 2022. And then Hot Wheels Unleashed. This looked actually really fun. You it, kind yeah, of build like Hot Wheels style tracks, like those plastic, you know, rails, make your loops and jumps and hot wheels cars and run them down i would play uh, that yeah i think there's actually some gameplay footage out i think ign might even have a uh a little like demo or a, rev- a preview um okay and uh everyone is saying not to sleep on this particular title if you're into racing games this is uh this is a pretty good one actually yeah yeah uh 
other stuff, Shadowrun Trilogy, Chocobo GP, which is Mario Kart, but with Final Fantasy Chocobos, the sort of yellow ostrich-like bird creatures. <laughs> um, not sure where that came from, but maybe it's a precursor. Maybe we'll see the Final Fantasy VII remake come to the Switch. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, Mario Party Superstars. Some new. They really revealed some new maps. Um, Voice of Cards, The Isle, Dragon Roars. This looks kind of cool, actually. It's like a tabletop RPG card game, um, but, you know, ported to a video game format. And you have sort of turn-based attacks. You have cards and decks and dice rolls. Uh, it looks like something I would totally play at, at a board game night. I'm curious to see it on the Switch. That's uh, I feel like titles like this are gaining a lot of popularity. Uh, they actually released... Are you, you're... Did you ever watch The Witcher or play The Witcher video games? Yeah, don't so, <laughs> I, don't out me like so, that, man. I'm working on it. So uh, <laughs> they actually released Gwent, the game from The Witcher, uh, the game from The Witcher game. Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. The game within the game. Yeah. <laughs> the game within the game. Yeah. And uh, so you can actually play that, and it's kind of like a it, it it's a tabletop game, and uh, it's it's gained a lot of popularity. I actually played it for a little while. I'm not good at those types of games. I don't. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm never good at like. I guess you have to collect the cards and build your deck, and kind of like figure out what the other person's cards are and play your cards right. I I don't play my cards right. I don't. I also <laughs> don't know what I'm supposed to collect. I I'll have like a whole bunch of I guess level one cards, and I should have level five cards, and it's a mess. You're the kid with, with the Pokemon deck full of Radidas and Pikachus. That's me. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> nice. Um, so Disco Elysium Final Cut. Uh, this is a great game. Another, I guess we should put it in the remakes, um, a remasters. Um, and Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, the second DLC is coming out. Play as Pura and Robbie. Um, add more stories. Um, yeah. And... Lest we forget, I Metroid Dread. So this oh, yeah. is coming out real soon. And we've already seen so many trailers. I, I, I didn't really have it as a, as a highlight, but I'm super excited for it. You know, Nintendo Life got their hands on it for 90 minutes and played it and said that it surpassed their already hyped expectations. So I, yeah, I cannot wait to play Metroid Dread. It looks really clean. You know, I I got a oh, chance yeah. to uh, check the link that you sent over to me, and yeah, it's a clean looking title, and yeah, I would say it does in fact surpass even what I thought this game was actually going to be. It it looks like a you know just a classic old school side scroller. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's you know, that and much more. It it should be, and it is, and I I can't wait to try it out. Yeah, uh, same actually, and I don't typically play side scrollers, at least not since the you know early nineties. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna expand your horizons this year. It's gonna be fun. Does that uh, that about wrap it up for this week's episode of XP Boost? Yeah, that's all we got. Um, thanks for listening, everybody, to our feature on Nintendo Direct and all of our random banter. Uh, you know, you can find us on those social medias, like Glitch said earlier, at Morning XP on Twitter, at Morning XP Boost, and most other places. And, uh, you know, thanks for listening. And stuff. And stuff. 
We'll see you next week, everybody. Take care. Have a great everything.